Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. No matter where you are, I bring you greetings in the name of Jesus. My name is David Eze. God's servant privilege to be the pastor of Kingdom Praise Ministry International with the mandate of destiny recovery and restoration. Today, I want to speak to us uh, on the subject restoration. And uh, I'd like us to look from the key scripture in the book of Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2 we is going to be our foundation scripture. Joel chapter 2 and uh, from verse 25 said I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten and the the canker worm the caterpillar and the palmer worm my great army which i sent among you verse 26 says and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the lord your god that he had dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. That's a great prayer. Somebody say amen. God is saying, you will never, you will never be put to shame. You will never be to shame. What a great promise that we have from the word of God. That I, you and I, will not be put to shame. That will be our portion in the name of Jesus. So as we proceed further, I'd like us to look at the word restoration. The word restoration is a powerful word, which means to return something to a former owner, place or condition. It is synonymous with repair, repairing, fixing, mending, refurbishment, reconstruction, remodeling, redecoration, revamping, makeover, overhaul, redevelopment, renovation, modernization, facelift, and rehab. The word restoration, it, it's similar to the word reformation also, which has its root from the word orthopedics. Orthopedics, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a medical term, a language I could remember some years ago when my father had an accident the word orthopedics uh, has to do with the fixing of the bone broken bones i remember some years ago my father was involved in a you know in an automobile accident uh, while coming back from work he was uh, knocked down by a reckless driver and then in the process he he, his bones were broken. He had fractures in so many places. He had multiple uh, fractures in, in different places and he was rushed to the hospital. So after the initial treatment, he eventually was taken to National Orthopedics in Mubi, in Lagos. And then I was privileged to be the one taking him to the hospital. I, I, I watched the, the, the doctors, you know, attend to him stretching his bones you know stretching his hands his legs you know try to fix the bones back to its 
original shape, you know, so that it will grow back and, and, and take shape the way it was or supposed to be right from onset. So that is the business that God is into. God wants to, you know, do some kind of orthopedics on us. He wants to do some kind of, you know, restructuring, some kind of a restoration so that he can bring us back to, you know, that original state, that, uh, that original plan of God. That's what God wants to bring us into. That's what restoration is all about, bringing you to the plan of God, the will of God, what God has ordained from the beginning. That's what God wants to do. That's what God wants to do. I, I, I don't know what... I don't know what has happened in your life, but I, I want you to know that as you are listening to this podcast, God is going to bring you back to that which he ordained from the beginning in the mighty name of Jesus. The word restoration appeared over 160 verses that speaks about restoration in the Bible. The Bible actually, to me, is the book of restoration. It is the book of restoration. Our God is the God of restoration. God is the God of restoration. When we look at the Bible, and even from the book of Genesis, we see that God you know, has always been in the business of restoration. When you look at the Bible in the book of Genesis chapter 3, when God created man, the Bible said, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. That's Genesis chapter 3 from verse 1. He said, Yea, had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? He was speaking to the woman. Because God told them they should not. God gave them an instruction from the book of Genesis as he planted them in the garden to take care of it. Verse 2 says, And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant in the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the tree thereof, and eat, and gave also to the husband which he did eat. Now, when you look at this scripture, Adam and Eve, they were deceived and they disobeyed God. They walked in rebellion and disobeyed God. As a matter of fact, that attracted the anger and the wrath of God. Now, if we look at verse 8, And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees of the garden. Sin, one of the things that sin does is that sin takes us out of the presence of God. It takes us out of the presence of God. It brings us into enmity with God. It brings us into separation with God. As a, as a result of you know, the disobedience on eating the fruit that God commanded them not to eat, the Bible said they disobeyed God and they began to hide from the presence of God. They lost fellowship with God. 
they lost contact with God, they, they lost, lost communion with God, and they were afraid. They, were, they began to run away from God. But, you know, God is the God of second chance. God is the God of second chance. As a matter of fact, God began to reach out for them. The ministry, God's ministry of restoration, you know, was extended to them. The mercy of God was extended to them. The grace of God was extended to them. You know, the favor of God was extended to them, irrespective of their shortcoming, their weaknesses, and what they have done to the Lord. So, the Bible records that in verse 21, we see, irrespective of what they have done, God didn't just abandon them. I pray that today, God will not abandon you in the mighty name of Jesus. And in verse 20, God says, Adam called his wife named Eve and because she was the mother of all living. And unto Adam also and to his wife, the Lord had made coats of skin and clothed them. This is, this is awesome. This is awesome. They were naked. Sin makes us naked. They saw that they were naked and they, they hid themselves when they heard the voice of God. When they heard the voice of God and God called them, Adam, where are you? He said, I heard your voice and I hid myself. He said, have you eaten of the, of the fruit? And so because God wanted to restore them back to his original plan, his original intention, the Bible said God took an animal in the, in, the, in, the, in, in the Garden of Eden and killed it and used the skin to cover their nakedness. I pray for you today in the name of Jesus that God will cover your nakedness in the mighty name of Jesus. God will cover your nakedness. You will not be ashamed. You will not be ashamed. That's what the Bible promises, that we shall not be put to shame. Praise God. The ministry of Jesus was and is still the ministry of restoration. It is the ministry of restoration. When you look at the ministry of Jesus on the face of the earth, you will see that Jesus, all throughout his ministry, was reaching out to people and he was busy you know, bringing restoration bringing hope back to them. That's what Jesus did. Look at in the book of Luke chapter chapter 4 verse 38. If we look at that scripture, you will see and he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house and Simon's wife's mother was taken with great fever and they sought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left her and immediately she arose and ministered unto them. What a demonstration of love. What a demonstration of grace. Jesus saw, saw that something had gone wrong with her health. God is not only interested in your spiritual life. The Bible said in the book of John that he wished above all things that we prosper and be in good health even as our soul prospering. God is interested in your spirit, soul, and body. So when Jesus saw that the woman was sick in her body, Jesus did not just ignore her. Jesus reached out to her need, rebuked the sickness, and the Bible said the fever left her. The malaria left her. The temperature disappeared. The sickness disappeared from her body. 
Today I decree, I don't know what you're going through or what is wrong with your health. I pray over you right now that that sickness will leave your body. That tumor will leave your body. That migraine will leave your body. That cancer will dry up in the name of Jesus. That fire brought in your womb will dry up now by the power in the name of Jesus. As I speak to you, may the hand of the Almighty operate and take away that fine blood in your body, that tumor, that growth, whatever is, that is not of God, planted in your body by the devil. I command that that thing will be uprooted and destroyed right now in the name of Jesus. So the ministry of Jesus was the ministry of restoration. Jesus, the Bible said he everywhere he went, he was doing good. He was busy healing all manner of people. All manner of people. What about Lazarus? The Bible said that Lazarus died after three, four days. The Bible said he was stinking, he was smelling. They reached out to Jesus and Jesus showed up. And when Jesus showed up, he asked them a simple question. Where have you laid him? Where have you buried him? They buried Lazarus, covered the tomb. The Bible said when Jesus got to the tomb, he, Jesus had pity on them and asked them to take away the stone. The Bible said Jesus cried out and called the name of Lazarus who was dead and stinking. Dead and stinking. Jesus called the name and said, Lazarus, come forth. The Bible says he that was dead, the Bible says he jumped up and started leaping. I speak to whatever is dead in your life and in your body. Right now, by the authority in the name of Jesus, receive life in the name of Jesus. Receive life. Whatever is dead, whether it is finance, whether it is your health or marriage, I speak life now in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us, it shall give life, it shall quicken our mortal body. Everything that's dead in your body, I speak to you to receive life now in the name of Jesus. What about blind Bartimaeus in the Bible? The, the word blindness was attached to his life. I don't know what people have, you know, associated you with you, that identified with you, you know, because of what you're going through. It is beginning to affect, you know, your self-image. It's beginning to affect your name, your integrity, your personality. The Bible said blind Bartimaeus. He was born blind. He was born blind. It was not his making. What he was experiencing, was going through, was not because, you know, of what he did. But he just found himself in that predicament. There are so many of us today that are going through what you are going through. You cannot truly trace the root because you just found yourself in that predicament, in that, in that, in that mess. But today... In case you are like blind Bartimaeus, who was born blind, living at the mercy of people, today deliverance has come to you, restoration has come to you. I break a yoke over your life and I command your body to be restored. Lazarus was restored back to life. Blind Bartimaeus sight was restored back in your own life, whatever you have lost, will be restored back in the name of Jesus. Praise God. 
the woman of the issue of blood in the book of Luke, chapter 8, from verse 43 to 44, the Bible says that she had suffered so many things in the hand of physicians and doctors. Apparently, she has spent a whole lot of her savings, you know, running from one hospital to the other, one diagnostic to the other, one test to the other, you know, one issue or the other. She has exhausted everything she had but when she heard oh my god faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god today as you are under the sound of my voice i command healing upon your body i command restoration upon your body in the name of jesus the bible said when she heard that jesus was coming when she noticed that jesus was around the corner she didn't wait for anybody to motivate her she was desperately in need for healing the bible says she pressed into the crowd and she touched the aim of his government my friend you can touch god and god can touch you today in the name of jesus she reached out and could not have the opportunity to grab his entire body but she was able to reach out and touch the aim of his garment immediately by faith. It was a touch of faith. Jesus felt when the when virtue left him, he, he, he turned and said, someone has touched me. And the disciples was like, Master, what are you talking about? We have a whole lot of crowd here. What are you talking about? She, he said, no, 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 no. This is special. This is a special touch because I can feel it. Virtue had left me. The Bible said immediately, the woman with the issue of blood was healed. The, 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 the predicament dried up. I speak to your body. Whatever, whatever is bringing disgrace and shame to your life, I command it to dry up now in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Our God is the God of restoration. Our God is the God of restoration. And that God will restore you today. No matter what you're going through, He will restore you. God will restore you. I can assure you. I can assure you, God will restore you back. God restored so many people in the Bible. Somebody like David was restored. David in the Bible was restored. Uh, Psalm, Psalm, Psalm 51 and verse 12. David prayed a prayer here. He said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. In other words, something went wrong with his relationship with God. Are you in that place where you have strayed away, the presence of God has left you, you have lost, you know, your fellowship, your relationship with God? Are you in that place like David? You're no more sure whether you're saved or not? David was in that case, he was in that predicament, and he realized it and began to pray unto God. He said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. One of the greatest things that God can, will restore in your life is the, is the restoration of your relationship with him. Listen, if you don't have a relationship with God and with Christ Jesus, you are, you, you don't, don't expect anything major to to happen in your life. Don't expect anything spectacular to take place again because the beginning of miracle, as a matter of fact, the greatest miracle that anyone can have is the miracle of salvation. So David cried and restored unto me 
the joy, the joy, the joy, the joy of my salvation. The joy of my salvation, that joy that money cannot buy, that joy that comfort, affluence cannot give you, that joy that a new wife, a new job, a new car cannot give you, a, a baby cannot give you, that joy that you cannot get from any source, that joy that can only emanate, that has its roots in God was what he was actually asking for. I speak to you today, the joy of your salvation, may it be restored back to you today in the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of, of, of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if, if we look, also look at the book of Psalms, Verse uh, chapter 23 and verse 3. He said, He restored my soul. He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So David actually had an experiential knowledge of, of what is called restoration. He had an experience. It's not, he was not, he's not just talking about it, but he had he had an ex experiential knowledge. There was an impartation. He saw it, he witnessed it. He was a, re a recipient of this restoration we're talking about. You too can have what is called restoration in your home. Peace can return back. Breakthrough can return back. You know, harmony can return back. Peace, unity, love can return back to you. In the name of Jesus. So David had that experience. He had it. And you too can have it today. You can have it. You can have it. You, you can have it. What about Job in the, in the Old Testament? Job, the Bible said that Job lost everything that he had. Wife, children, practically everything. Investment, everything that he had. As a result of you know the predicaments that he went through, but God should up. God had mercy on him when he repented and began to pray for his friends. The Bible said his letter end was much more greater. God restored back to him in multiple fold of everything that he he had lost. The Bible said his end it was even his end was much more better. Was much more glorious. And I tell you, they said to me, the Bible says it's not the beginning of a matter that 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 really matters. But the end, the end, is not what you're going through right now that matters. But your ending is what matters. Let me tell you, your, your future is not determined by your past and your present. No matter what you're going through right now, our God is the God of restoration. And he will restore back everything that the enemy has taken away from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak restoration over your life. I speak restoration over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want us to look at another scripture. The book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah. Look at the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 30. Jeremiah chapter 30. In verse 17. Verse 17 says... He said, for I will restore health unto thee. Somebody say amen. I will restore health. God is interested in your health condition. I will restore health. 
and I will heal thee of thy wounds. I pray for you today. Whatever is, is threatening your health in the name of Jesus, that fluctuation in your BP, in the name of Jesus, I command your BP to return back and be stable in the name of Jesus. God said, I restore health and heal your wounds. Many people that we see today dressed up with all their makeup, they are a whole lot of people are sick in their body, emotionally sick, financially sick, you know, maritally sick, you know, all manner of sicknesses that people have packaged. We live in a world of packaging that you you don't even know what people are going through. That's why there's so much of sudden death these days because the people that you assume that they are whole, they are okay, may not necessarily be okay. So don't 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 try to compare yourself with people around you because you don't. Don't know exactly what they are going through but whatever is your condition today i speak to you by the power in the name of jesus that god will heal you and take away every form of sickness and heal your wounds he says say the lord god himself is the one saying he said i will heal your wounds say the lord because they call deep an outcast oh my god an outcast is, is like somebody, is actually somebody who has been sent out and banished and sent away from the society. In the Old Testament, people who have leprosy are people who are sent, they are sent out of the society, banished, ostracized, and cast out from the society, from relationship or from contact, so that they don't contaminate others. They are sent out, out of the camp. You know, you know, they carry this stigma. As a matter of fact, they tie bells around their waist so that when they are moving, you know, the bells will be, you know, jingling and be making noise so that people who are nearby will know that somebody who has leprosy, 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 leprosy is around the corner. They run away from them because they don't want to, you know, have association with them. I don't know in the name of Jesus, whatever is making people run away from you to Day, I command that that shame, that reproach be destroyed over your life. In the name of Jesus, I command healing over your life by the power in the name of Jesus. He said, this is Zion who no man seeketh after. You know, people might have abandoned you and rejected you, but I speak over your life today in the name of Jesus. That yoke is broken. Those who have abandoned you and have forsaken you, they will return back to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. God is interested in your restoration. He's interested in your restoration. That's why the Bible says in the book of Joel, chapter, you know, chapter 2, in from, verse, from verse 25, he said, I will restore back the years. It doesn't matter how long. It doesn't matter how long you've been there. It doesn't matter what the enemy has taken away from you. God will restore it back today. In the mighty name of Jesus. If we ch also check the book of Amos, the book of Amos. Oh, praise God. The book of Amos. Amos chapter 9. If you see the book of Amos chapter chapter 9, verse 14. Wonderful scripture. Great scripture here. You know. It said, I will bring again the captivity of my people of Israel. They shall build the waste cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vine and drink the wine thereof. They shall also make 
gardens and eat thereof. Oh, I pray over you today in the name of Jesus. That in the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who has held you or what has held you captive. Today, your liberty, your freedom has come in the name of Jesus. Oh, praise God. Children of Israel suffered so many things in the land of Egypt. Suffered shame and reproach, you know, bondage and captivity. But God stepped in. God stepped in. God stepped in through his servant Moses and 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 and, and, and liberated them from their taskmasters. I pray over your life today. Whoever is holding you bound, whatever is holding you bound, you are free right now in the mighty name of Jesus. One of the areas that God wants to restore is your relationship, your fellowship with God. And so, if you are not born again, you need to surrender your life afresh and God will restore you in the name of Jesus. One Another place is your health. The Bible says in Todd John, I wish above all things that you be in good health even as your soul prospering. God wants to also restore your finance or your business. God is not only interested in your spiritual life, God is also interested in your financial life. God also wants to restore your marriage or your relationship. What has gone wrong with that relationship? There's a bridge in your communication gap. You It's no longer how it used to be. But today, I break that manipulation that's going on in that relationship in the mighty name of Jesus. Your peace, your peace, your peace is one of the things that God wants to restore. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of sound mind. God wants to restore back your peace. Whatever has taken your peace, I command your peace to be restored. He wants to restore back your joy. The Bible said the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Oh, Kayadaba, lift up your hands and give God praise. Lift up your hands and give God praise. It's your season of restoration. It's your season of restoration. Go ahead and begin to thank God and thank God and appreciate the Lord for that restoration over your life. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to pray and I want you to say after me, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever the enemy has stolen from my life, today, restore it, restore it, restore it. Oh, come on, lift up your voice and pray the Holy Ghost. We declare whatever has been stolen from your people by the authority in the name of Jesus. I join my faith with you. I join my hands with you. I command restoration to locate you wherever you are in that marriage. Let there be restoration in the name of Jesus. In that business, let there be restoration. In that relationship, let there be restoration. I burden you, Satan. You have no right. You have no right. Take up your hands in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Say after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak healing to my body. Whatever sickness that's in my body, I command you now to dry up in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to pray. Father, I pray for healing. 
in the name of Jesus. Healing in their body. Healing in their body. Healing in their body. That sickness, I command you, will dry up like the woman of the issue of blood. Dry up now in the name of Jesus. I pray for you again. Maybe like you are like blind Bartimaeus who has lost sight. You have lost your vision. You can't see anymore. I speak to you. Whether it is physical sight or spiritual sight or your vision or your dream, whatever you have lost by the hands of the Almighty, I command restoration to come. Look at you now in the name of Jesus. Once again, I pray for you. Whatever thing that's taken away your peace, that's taken away your joy, by authority in the name of Jesus, I arrest that spirit. I arrest that demon in the name of Jesus. I arrest that power. I command your joy. I command your peace to be restored. I command your husband to return back. I command your children to return back. I command your wife to return back. I command your finance to return back. I command that investment. Whatever you have lost, whatever the enemy has taken away from you, in the name of Jesus, I command restoration, 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 restoration. Enter into it in the name of Jesus. We are praying. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, God, and celebrate God. It's your season. It's your season of restoration. God will perfect it in your life. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Praise God. Praise God. All right, if you're here, um, you still want us to pray more, you want more counseling, yeah, you want us to talk one and one. You can call me. You can call me. You can reach me on plus two three four seven zero three seven three six five four zero zero. Again, plus two three four seven zero three seven three six five four zero zero. I want to encourage you. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to try and share it with somebody that you know that's also going through something. And uh, if you want to be a support, you want to, maybe you want to send your title, you want to send a seed, you want to encourage this ministry, you want to be a support, you want to partner with us in what God is doing through us in crusades and conferences, in mission outreaches, you can support us and you can yeah, you can call me on that number. You can WhatsApp me on, on the same number. And um, we will be glad, you know, to receive from also um, what God will put in your heart and in your hands. And we will continue to pray for you more and more. And the Lord will bless you. Um, once again, it's my joy and my pleasure to be your way again. Until um, I come your way again. Stay strong, stay focused. God bless you.